You're listening to the Life Tonic Podcast, your resource for intentional living and personal growth. This podcast is designed to inspire and motivate you to be your most glowingly brilliant self. Alongside inspiring leaders, industry experts, healers, visionaries, and disruptors, we will explore alternative health and wisdom that expand our definition of self, as well as the many nuances of what it means to thrive in our bodies and minds. I'm your host, Joanna Oak, and I'm grateful for you tuning in today. for coming on the Life Sonic podcast today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited for our chat because we're going to dive deep into all things consciousness and you're going to talk about your experience with something that I find super fascinating that I hadn't heard about before, which is Soul Plan. You and I connected on Instagram and it opened this whole conversation for me where like I had no idea previously what soul plan is and I think a lot of people coming into this episode will not know what this what this means and what some of the themes are kind of central to your work so like a brief introduction just to start you go on Instagram under the handle leo rising healing and you're an intuitive healer and self-love coach based in London You're going to tell us a little bit about your spiritual awakening after experiencing burnout from a high pressure job. Uh, But for those that haven't heard of you and your work, Jasmine is and has been since that day determined to help herself and eventually others find their true life purpose. And through discovering Soul Plan, which is an ancient system of life purpose analysis based, based on the birth name and is absolutely fascinating you actually dive deep into the question that we all have, which is why are we here and what is our life actually about? You help spiritually minded individuals to overcome negative beliefs that have been holding them back through soul plan readings, self-love and spiritual practices and individuals looking to, I guess, uncover the core of who they are and their soul's essence and purpose. It's like a warm hug and you take them on a journey towards that deep, deep self-knowledge and acceptance. Thank you. That's lovely. I love to be seen as a nice warm hug. That's a perfect, perfect description. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, I'm on a bit of a mission at the moment because as you mentioned, soul plan is still relatively unheard of and relatively unknown, even in the kind of spiritual circles and spiritual communities. The majority of people I speak to have maybe heard of it or haven't heard of it and this is the first time that they're coming across it. So Soul Plan, it's a modern interpretation of an ancient system of life purpose analysis and it's based purely on the birth name. So whereas some other systems that people might be more familiar with usually take into account the date of birth as well and the time of birth, the Soul Plan purely looks at the birth name and it's based on the idea that this birth name carries the vibration and the energies that your soul has chosen to work with in this lifetime and that your soul plan chart encompasses all of these different energies which covers both your beautiful talents and gifts that you've been born with and that you've been put on this earth to develop and to gift out to the world but also the more difficult experiences that you're going to have the challenges that you're going to face maybe the limiting beliefs that are going to hold you back and that you're going to have to work through and it all accumulates in your overall soul destiny which is really the energy that your soul holds within its core essence and the energy in which your soul has really come here to put out and to share with the world so it's it's a really in-depth 
system and it really goes quite specific I think it really when I do a reading it really feels like I'm getting to the nitty-gritty of that person's soul and personality and journey and the feedback that I usually get from people is that it's almost scarily accurate it's like I know that person inside out just from reading and preparing their chart and I know I did your your soul plan reading uh, the other week didn't I Joanna Mm. what was your experience of of me sharing that with you I was gonna say you Mm. your mission is is such a great mission to be on first of all Mm. um, because yeah just spreading the knowledge around the tool that can indeed I think go so deep and give you like that deeper understanding or even reaffirm maybe something that you already know about yourself but yeah, yeah my experience of the reading was I mean it gave me so much clarity and I think it really put in perspective gifts like the gifts like you said your challenges well my challenges and I guess my purpose and it it was just so easy into the conversation I think we said that going into the reading or even before the reading that like my birth name is different to the name that I go by and I think we'll talk about this as well but sometimes that can be used to I guess optimize like how you show up in the world I think it was super accurate and it did feel like it went very deep into like the understanding of who I was. I think I told you numerous times like, well, that really resonated. Well, that really resonated. And although like at the time you kind of taking it all in, I really found myself going back to some of these things that perhaps I knew, but that were kind of brought more to my attention, if that makes sense. Yeah, I always say that in a reading that it's never going to be kind of brand new information to the person or it's never the information that's uncovered is never usually going to come as a shock it's almost always aspects of yourself that you already know to be true but that maybe you've not given a lot of attention or focus to I think particularly with the the talents and gifts aspect of a reading I think people are often kind of intuitively aware of the gifts that they hold and the talents that they have but have maybe been on a different path or, or have maybe felt the pressure to maybe conform to societal norms or conditioning and are maybe on a different path because that's what's expected of them but intuitively they would know these gifts that they hold within and then hearing hearing that come out in a soul plan it's just it, it's almost I always say like a bit of a rubber stamp from the universe to really start tuning in to that aspect of yourself and to really start embracing those aspects of yourself and having the confidence to to start tapping into them and to start showing them out to the world because it's confirmation that that is what your soul has chosen to embody but yeah exactly what you said it's never usually brand new information it's usually a more of a reminder I would say a reminder of who you are often um, and just an affirmation of who you are rather than you kind of. Yeah, 100%. Because I think, and we talked about this during the reading as well, your soul knows and I mean, the whole plan and the whole wisdom of, of soul plan is really that you, first of all, come into this world and your name is almost like the vibration of you know to some degree like who you are who what your path is yeah so and yet we stray from that a lot of us do and so throughout life you know through different conditioning like be it your upbringing or society like you said or expectations you kind of forget what is and always is within you and we kind of went deep into that during the reading as well I mean it's much like I think I was thinking about this between our reading and, and today's episode like in like your natal chart in astrology it's almost the plan is a guide and it shows us what we came here to learn how we can 
throw some light on where we need to go to be the best that we can be and live in that ultimate expression of us and I think it was such a powerful reading for me and really helpful to kind of uncover and confirm like you said to confirm those gifts and talents that perhaps help people live a more meaningful and purposeful life and the affirmations but I'll get onto that a little bit later the affirmations you know that really really resonated with me and there's something that I think you'll share kind of how they incorporate into the soul plan but something that you can carry and take away with yourself and meditate and incorporate them in meditation in your rituals and whatever it is that you do. You said universe, and I really want to go into the story of how you came about Soul Plan. Yeah. So Soul Plan literally fell onto my path at exactly the right time that I needed it in my life. And this often happens when people come to me for a reading as well. It's, it always comes at that exact moment that they need to hear the message Um, they're ready to receive that message it it maybe comes at a point in which they're feeling a a bit of a crossroads or they're searching for deeper meaning in their life or considering what are my next steps you know and that's certainly and definitely how soul plan came across my path so I had been working as a child and family social worker for seven years I'd trained to do that straight from college I got my first job straight from university and for a long time I very much felt like I was living my sole purpose that that is why um was on this earth to do to help to help others and it was only over time that I gradually started to feel that something shifted and something changed and I started to just get this overarching sense that I was no longer on the right path and I was no longer in alignment with with the core of who I was it's a bit difficult to explain but just something within me started to shift and I started to experience quite a lot of anxiety I started to feel very out of place in the job that I was doing and I started to all of a sudden question am I going to be doing this forever and if I'm not what else would I do and I started to feel kind of quite overwhelmed and a lot of questions were running through my mind and it all accumulated in me suffering a bit of a burnout really high levels of stress and anxiety and overwhelm and I had to take some time off from work and it was during this this time that I was at home off from work that I I think I bought my first crystal because I'd heard that that could help with anxiety and I started tapping into to spirituality it was this was I'd, I've always been quite intuitive and quite interested in spirituality but it wasn't really something that I'd ever allowed myself to dive into and to learn about until this time that I was off work and different things just kept showing up um, on my on my path on my Instagram feed all around energy healing and crystals and I just threw myself into learning about all of this and the first step that I took was that I booked onto a Reiki course I thought you know that's a good first step and that was something that I was really looking forward to and really holding on to to kind of get me through the next few months at work and then it got to the time that I was due to do the training and I had an email just a couple of days before to say that it had unexpectedly been cancelled and again I just got this feeling of anxiety and I was quite distraught because that was one thing that I'd been looking forward to and really holding on to and I remember I was on a lunch break on a particularly stressful day at work uh, taking a walk around the park and I sat down on a bench and just started scrolling through Instagram and the first sponsored advert that was on my feed was for soul plan practitioner training 
I'd never heard of this before, but I clicked on it and it was like the advert was really talking to me. It was like, have you been questioning your life purpose? Are you feeling at a crossroads? Are you searching for deeper meaning? And I'm like, yes, this is me. So without really thinking about it too much, I booked on to the course and the course actually fell on that exact same weekend that my Reiki course had been cancelled. So it just felt like it was so in alignment, so meant for me and it just came at that, it, it then boosted my mood, it, it gave me something to look forward to. And then as soon as I did the course, I just felt deeply that this was part of my journey and this was something that I was going to be able to share with others to really help support them on their journey too. That's amazing. It's almost like the closure of one door kind of opened yes. another. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Did Soul Plan give you more direction and clarity? And I guess, did it kind of help you make more meaning of your life when you started learning the system definitely yeah so I think up until that point I'd been very much in the well-being aspect of my of my chart so I'll just talk a little bit now about the, the different aspects of soul plan charts yeah it's a little bit so soul plan is divided into two main areas the worldly aspects and the spiritual aspects and the worldly aspects really refers more to our experiences earlier on in life usually between childhood and around the age of 30 to 35 is what's been said. But what I've been noticing, and I know other soul plan practitioners have been noticing as well, is that more, it seems that more and more people are starting to move through those worldly aspects quicker and starting to, are starting to move into the spiritual aspects of their path and their journey younger or sooner than 35. And that was def that definitely felt true for myself. So I think up until that point a few years ago so I was kind of in my mid-20s up until that point I'd been very much within the worldly aspects of my chart which refers to our kind of day-to-day -day reality on a physical material level kind of in terms of relationships maybe the career route that we want to take and we're very much in, within this physical reality and we're not maybe realizing yet that there's more to us than this physical body and that there's maybe more to us than this life that we're leading so I would say up until that point I was very much in that that aspect of my journey and then I guess what happened when I did start to have those questions and I did start to search for, for deeper meaning that was me starting to enter the spiritual aspects of my chart mm -hmm. so I think when I did the training and I had my own soul plan read the the parts that really stuck stuck out for me was hearing about my spiritual talents and my spiritual goals and my overall soul destiny because those weren't aspects of myself that I'd really stepped into yet but even though I hadn't really stepped into them yet it, it felt like I had this connection to it anyway if that makes sense so one so my spiritual talent is the energy of integration which is the energy of bringing life like-minded people together and supporting like-minded people on their spiritual journey and obviously at that point I'd, I'd never done that I'd not stepped into that role yet but it, it just really felt hearing that that something clicked within me and I was like yes that that is what I want to do that is what I would love to do and it just gave me that bit of confidence to start tailoring my life and to start making changes that would allow me to do that to allow me to start bringing like-minded people together and um, I think my spiritual goal as well is around me sharing spiritual ideas and spiritual concepts in a really down-to-earth way that people can understand and obviously when I first heard that that wasn't something I was actively doing but it gave me the confidence to be like okay this is the first step learning about soul plan can be the first step towards me then sharing this with others in a way that they can understand and take on board so it really gave me that clarity around next steps and what were the things that I could be focusing on moving forward yeah I think it's really interesting when you said 
the you know you moved from kind of the worldly expression to the mm-hmm. to the spiritual because deep down like that was always your calling and I even yeah. said it to you when we sat down to do the reading together that it like even after I think I said you have that gift of communicating this message to others yeah and I think it's amazing that that was always there you just yeah went through those steps yeah yeah it was just I wasn't aware of that yeah and I had to get to that point to, for it to be for the light to be shone on it and for me to have that um resonance within that that was something that that was within me and that I, I just needed to tap into yeah you said it comes to you when you're ready to receive the message and I think yeah, the fact that we're doing an episode on this now and kind of bringing this into the world so that more and more people can hear about it is also really important. At least I feel it is because I think a great deal of people have had so many redirects over the past, say, year and a half. Yeah. And to the point where I think a lot of people wonder what their sole purpose is, like maybe they've had like a pivotal moment and like whatever's happened in 2020 was like a a catalyst for change. And Soul Plan really offers to some degree an insight into this. Yeah, definitely. I guess a lot of people have been pushed into the position that I was in a few years ago where I had that time away from work, that time at home to really go within and to really start questioning the, the, the path that I've been on I think a lot of people because of the, the situation we're in at the moment has almost been pushed into that position themselves and that's maybe why more and more people are starting to open themselves up to, to what's next because their lives they've been forced to come to this kind of standpoint or breathing space and they've been forced to, to maybe reconsider what's coming next I, I always say I think for this year a big part of like the energy of this year that I, I feel I don't know if you'll mm. agree with me is some like some of the redirects and to some degree I said yeah people have had redirects but it's leaning into like what were you brought here to do like what were some of the passions and deep kind of burning desires that you had in your heart that are there for a reason yeah kind of going back to that and I really love that soul plan is like a return almost to your most raw self like your most authentic self yeah it yeah tapping into that playful side of you that creative side of you you know maybe even thinking back to what were the activities and things that you loved when you were a child Mm -hmm. and because that's that's at the core of who you are that's at the core of your soul and a soul plan reading can just remind you of those things that are within you but that maybe you've covered or hidden for a long time and it's just that message to to go back to those things try those try those things do those things and see where it takes you the switch that happens when you start to question and search for a deeper meaning is really when you enter the spiritual aspects of your chart. Mm-hmm. And I guess another way of looking at it would make the worldly aspects would maybe be when you're with, I don't know if people are familiar with this, but more within 3D or third dimensional consciousness. Mm-hmm. And then as you move into the spiritual aspect aspects, that's when you're maybe moving into 5D or five dimensional consciousness where you're operating at a higher frequency. You are over and above the physical material plane yeah that's really interesting you said that because I think there's also simultaneously a lot of conversation around like moving into the 5d realm yes now yeah (laughs) but that's not to say as well so some people are very very in touch with the spiritual aspects of themselves younger and earlier on in life so I think a lot what a lot of children are actually very intuitive and very in touch with their spiritual self and they might be kind of activating some of those spiritual talents and goals earlier on in life but then they maybe get distracted and some of the worldly 
um, aspects start to take over and those spiritual aspects maybe just get put to the bottom of the, the pile for a little while until you then grow older and you start to move again back into so that it, the two can go along each other simultaneously as well and you can be within one aspect and then you can move to another and then go back and forth it just kind of helps um, in a general sense to understand that usually people are more focused on the lessons within their physical material aspects and then as they get older that's when they've kind of maybe worked through those aspects of their journey and they, they then move in to the spiritual but it's not to say that you might have experiences across all areas of your child across your entire what's really fascinating i think is because it stems from the system well the system stems from numerology i'm fairly new to numerology and i don't think it's really ever been something that we've discussed here on the podcast but it's one of the most accurate tools really that can assist you in discovering your true life purpose because if you think about it and I don't know if you'll agree but almost everything in the universe can be reduced to numbers the, the beauty of it is like this this the fact that you know you're you're decoding the letters of your birth name and then they're applied into the chart and yeah. you know the way your birth name appears on your birth certificate then converted to a, numerolo- a numerological value And these numbers are really kind of the driver. And if you look around you, I don't know if you had this experience with soul plan, but once you know kind of your numbers in the different areas, did you then find maybe connections elsewhere in your life in a purely numerological aspect? That's interesting. Yeah. So so the number that shows up the most, I've got two actually numbers that show up the most within my soul plan. So I have the seven. Mm-hmm. shows up in two different aspects and then I have the 20 and the two shows up in two different aspects as well and I've never really thought about this before um I've always liked the number seven I guess seven's considered quite a lucky lucky number seven isn't it so I would mm-hmm. always maybe choose the number seven without thinking about it just because it had this kind of lucky connotation to it so it's interesting that you raise that I've never really thought about it but then the two definitely so I see 22 or 222 a lot that's one of my angel numbers that I do actually see quite regularly and I've never really thought maybe does that have a crossover in terms of the energies that within me and within my soul plan but that's something definitely worth thinking about there can be crossovers as well I don't not particularly with my soul plan chart but I have had clients whose overall soul destiny has been the same number as their numerology life purpose number I think it's called so there there can be a crossover I have noticed between the two as well not for everyone because they're different systems but that has people have commented on that before they commented commented that a prevalent number within their soul plan is like their lucky number or their favorite number so it's it's something interesting to to rethink about are there any numbers within your soul plan that that you have or you have a connection I just brought it up because it just crossed my mind really but Mm. I'll definitely pay attention because I do believe and sort of the the little that I know about numerology is really everything is numbers. Um, yeah. And for so many people, yeah, you know, you mentioned angels and like the different synchronicities that can come up. Yeah. And I think there's there could definitely be a connection there, but I'm going to look out for it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I've never, I've never thought about it in too much detail, but it's something I'm definitely going to look out. How did you, I mean, from your experience how much of I guess how much do you relate to your birth name I know that's a really strange question but like I know soul plan has been done also for famous people um yeah which is like a really funny thing to mention like oh how much of this person's you know life path had to do with their name and 
had it been something else what would it have been etc but like how much do you resonate with your name I resonate with it even more so now since learning my soul plan I would say I think before learning my soul plan I kind of I liked my name I felt comfortable with it but I had never attached so much significance or meaning to it and I probably thought that when I get married I would quite happily change my name I would quite happily take take on a new name but since learning and uncovering my soul plan I've got more of an attachment than ever probably to the birth name and I would definitely think a lot more about changing my name because what happens when if we do have a name change we that that then impacts on the energies that we work with and the energies that we carry so even though your original soul plan reading would always be based on your birth name the name that's on your birth certificate if you ever have had a name change what happens then is that the energies are impacted from that point onwards and we can do what's called an overlay soul plan reading which then looks at what impact is, is this name change going to have? So I think now that I've got this awareness and understanding, I would think in a lot more depth about actually changing my name. And I'd probably want to check how would this name change affect the energies that I'm working with and the journey that I'm going to go on. So it's added a lot more meaning uncovering the system to, to the name. Some people have used it as well. Um, when thinking about naming their unborn child, they would maybe put the names that they're considering through a soul plan reading to see if I was to name my child this, these are the energies that would show up versus if I was to choose this, these with energy so it can actually can actually help in the decision making process for people who are thinking about naming their unborn children, which I just think is really, really interesting as well that it can be used in that way. Yeah, that's amazing. So I mean, now we're sort of covering so many different ways in which people can um, kind of approach soul plan, you could do it for yourself, you could do it for for a loved one, I think it's, it's really a great gift as well. And yeah, you can do it for kind of the same way you would do, I guess, a reading for Yeah, for an unborn child. That's a really good idea. Yeah. I know, something I'll definitely be thinking about before I have children, definitely. Yeah. Running the names for a soul plan read, A 100%. But so I want to ask, I guess, to kind of get to the more like the background of it, because you mentioned yep. that it kind of has its roots really in numerology. And I think the, the sort of shape, um, the six-pointed star, kind of what the chart looks like is yep. a symbol that's seen in so many cultures. And particularly in the case of Soul Plan, what is kind of the origin of it and why have we not heard more about this? Yeah, I don't know why we've not heard more about this. I really don't know the answer to that question. You heard it here first is what I'm going to say. Yeah, I know. I don't know the answer to that. And that's one of the things that frustrates me a little bit. That Why don't more people know about this? But yeah, so it it draws upon the idea that each letter possesses a neurological value. And that that number then represents a different energy and the the numbers are then used to generate as you said the kind of star of creation chart is is, is what it looks like the star of david star of creation and the reason it's drawn up in that format is because what it represents really with the two triangles is the downwards triangle represents the worldly aspects of ourselves. So the triangle pointing down represents who we are in a, in a physical sense, just with our feet kind of placed firmly on the earth. And then the upwards pointing triangle is pointing towards heaven, source, the divine, I guess. And it, another thing that I guess to mention as well is how many different energies can be found within soul plans so there's 22 
different energies, and these energies are derived from an ancient Hebrew text called the Sefer Yetzirah, and that provides the kind of main formations of the different energies that we use. And they've been kind of more modernly interpreted by a gentleman called Frank Alper, and then more recently by a gentleman called Blue Marsden. And Blue Marsden has actually written a whole book around a kind of modern day application of this system. It's called Soul Plan, Reconnect with Your True Life Purpose. And this is a book that I bought straight away as soon as I'd done the training mm-hmm. to really help me and to really help me to understand each of the en- energies in much more depth. Each energy has a symbol attached to it as well. The symbols were actually channeled um, by Frank Alpha and the symbols are meant to be used very intuitively to represent each energy. So the idea is that when you see the symbol, you intuitively know what it's representing and what it means. So those are really interesting to use and apply as well. Sometimes what's quite interesting is to show the person just the symbol without going into detail about the energy and to ask them, what what do you feel that this says or represents? And more often they would intuitively have a bit of an idea about what each symbol represents. That's amazing. Wow. So it goes like really, really deep. And that was also my takeaway yeah. from it is that, and another thing that I picked up was you mentioned some of the energies within your soul plan can be kind of like represent a duality almost or like mixed yes. as opposed to singular. Is that true? Yeah, so within Soul Plan, there's both combination energies, which means that there's two the energies of two different numbers at play. So, for example, I mentioned earlier that I've got the 20 and 2 in my chart. So that means both the energy of the 20 and the 2 are both interacting and both complementing each other to, to represent that aspect of my chart. And then there's also um, double numbers, where it's the same number showing up twice. So, for example, I've got 7-7. Seven, seven showing in my chart as well which then which in that aspect would mean just the energy of the number seven is showing up in that aspect of my chart and I think I commented on yours didn't I that you all all bar one aspects of your chart a combination energy so you've got lots of different energies going on and what that can represent is their scattered energy and maybe you have to work a little bit harder to focus and to hone in on one thing at a time which I think you resonated with didn't you and that kind of I think particularly like your mention of grounding like for me a big thing that I reflected yeah exactly that I sort of found myself thinking about in the days after our reading was really this grounding and where in my life like in which moments do I need to maybe ground myself a little bit more so that was really helpful and it kind of you know goes back to like how I introduced you that aside from so plan readings you also go deeper into supporting individuals and kind of that leading into that self-love and you know instructing maybe a little bit into spiritual practices I know we mentioned a few like spiritual practices that can help you hone into your discoveries I noticed straight away from your soul plan was that there was a lot of spiritual energies within your chart so within the 22 different energies some of them are more spiritual in nature and some of them are more grounded and earthy in nature and a lot of the energies within Joanna's chart are very high vibrational spiritual so I said to you deny that what that tells me is that you've got this really strong connection to your intuition to source but you have to work harder to ground and to really plant your 
feet back on this physical reality and on this physical earth so just from looking at a chart I can kind of tell quite quickly the general energy of that person and whether they have to work a little bit harder to connect to source or whether they have to work a bit harder to to ground and connect to the earth so even from just quickly glancing at the chart I'm able to give that advice and then the full soul plan reading would delve a lot deeper and there's the advice linked to every different challenge there's advice linked to every different goal so I, what what a soul plan reading does as well is it gives you a lot of practical tips in terms of your development and in terms of how you can work to overcome some of your challenges but also how things you can do to help you embrace your talents and gifts and I always say whatever your talents and gifts are within your soul plan do more of that because just by doing more of that that's naturally going to help you to propel and to work through your challenges without you having to focus too much on the challenge itself just by utilizing your gifts tuning into your talents and strengths that's going to propel you through your challenges and help you to come into more alignment and help you to eventually be within your overall soul destiny I kind of felt really tapped into that when we had Mm. our chat but especially because in the very beginning and I sort of have the recording which is a great takeaway as well and I kind of get to listen back uh, to that because like I said in the moment you kind of taking it in but the one that was kind of I guess went really deep for me was the not just the grounding although that was a very big aspect it was also Uh how I guess ultimately what I always say I think to kind of rewind what I always say is like like the more self-aware you are the more kind of success and stuff opens up to you and I really felt that in our in our reading in our chat because it was kind of like okay here are your challenges yeah come into full acceptance of what those are but then this is how you elevate and this is how you move past I guess some of the blockages that someone may have in in their chart I think that that's how I felt at least yeah it helps to remove judgment as well I would say so when you hear about some of your challenges within a soul plan reading what it certainly did for me was it helped as you said with self-acceptance really it helped me to accept those aspects of myself and those parts of myself and it, it helped me to judge those aspects of myself less and to really understand and learn that this is part of my journey and the other thing about challenges is that once we're aware of them and once we start to take steps to move through them because we've got that energy within us that can actually be turned into a talent or a strength so challenges can also be described sometimes as underutilized talents it's, it's like once we're aware of that part of us we can then turn it on its head and switch it into, into a talent or a strength I really felt that <laughs> yeah it's it's um it's true that you say in acceptance and kind of in acceptance of yourself that was another big takeaway for me that I think mm-hmm. we'll we'll all benefit from you know through through the soul plan reading and kind of takeaway is really the compassion like self-compassion that sometimes we forget to have towards ourselves yeah. and the whole yeah. like craziness of it all is to accept like maybe those those parts of you that need to be nurtured and the yeah. healing that needs to happen and you said that a lot of people move past the challenge well everyone moves at different paces right but ultimately yeah definitely and I think soul plan 
links and works really well with self-love work as well so the other service that, that I offer is I offer self-love coaching and I'm just so glad that I've got this tool of soul plan to use because I think it it just can be a perfect introduction to the work so whenever I start working with a, with a one-to-one client I would always read their soul plan in the very first session to to really open up the conversation and, because, and to really get clarity on what aspects of yourself are you denying or not accepting? What aspects of yourself are you judging? And how can I support you to, to begin to accept those aspects of yourself? So the two work really well alongside each other. I think hearing and learning your soul plan can be a key first step towards loving and accepting yourself more fully. That's certainly what it did for me on my journey. Yeah, that's well. certainly what I felt as well. That's very beautifully said. And yeah, I mean, it was a really beautiful experience for me anyway. Like, I think even just with the meditation that we opened and how we started our reading kind of helped me. Well, at least now now everyone knows that that's what I need, but it really helped me ground and yes. kind of receive that message. And I think it's, yeah, it was a beautiful thing to walk away with that feeling of, wow, like, okay, you know, there's those parts of me that are like evident in my path and my journey that I can have love towards. And so that's yeah. why I asked you kind of also about the other services and the other work that you do with self-love and kind of empowerment. A holistic package of support really to help people both understand themselves better, but to help them to love and accept and embrace themselves as well. So that's that's my key mission really to sum it all up what I what I believe that I'm here to do is to help people towards understanding all aspects of themselves who they are on a soul level and then really embracing and loving all aspects of themselves you know not just the positive attributes but loving and embracing and accepting the more challenging aspects of their personality or their journey as well and just bringing it all together to, to come into this place of just feeling you accept yourself to sum it up yeah I think you you summed it up so beautifully I love the holistic self-care package (laughs) it's all in that's really nice I think I guess to round up our conversation I want to go back to you know what what you do and kind of the work that you do and how people can connect with you I know you do quite a few things on Instagram like little digital events especially we have a beautiful well when we first connected there was a beautiful new moon I believe mm-hmm. and yeah. now there's another one coming up this Thursday yes. and I know this you Thursday. do yeah you dive deep into those things as well so like how can we I guess yes. reach out to you and and dive sure. into that world yeah so I'm at Leo Rising Healing on Instagram and as you said I'm co-hosting with my friend crystals with offerly on instagram we're co-hosting fortnightly new and full moon healing circles and we're going to be offering these at least whilst we're all in lockdown in the uk because we both share the same passion of bringing people together really and creating this sense of togetherness and community which is is lacking really at the moment because of the situation that we're in so we're definitely going to be offering these every fortnight to honor the new and full moon whilst we're in lockdown that's just on instagram live completely free to join and attend 
and the other services that I'm offering. So everything's available through my Instagram. The links in my Instagram. My website is www.leorisinghealing.co.uk and all of the information is on there about the different coaching services that I offer as well. I'm really excited to launch my first group coaching program at the end of this month because it just combines all of my passions around self-love and spirituality and community and togetherness and creating this sense of sisterhood where we can all learn from each other and all support each other on our journey and yeah that's something that I'm super super excited about starting that's beautiful I think it's so valuable and to kind of bring I guess this togetherness because in such divisive times it can feel like we're well in isolation quite frankly Um, but to have those things that you know bring us back together and and ground us and to kind of work with this I mean it just ties back to your work with empowering people to to dive into their inner world and to just realize that you're not alone in your journey as well and that there's others having the same questions as you and having the same experiences I think that sense of being supported on your path and your journey is really important as well. And remembering that you don't have to do it alone. And there are others with similar interests and on a similar path who you can learn from and journey with. A hundred percent. Well, as always, I'm going to link all of those things that we mentioned today in the show notes, as well as links to Jasmine's Instagram, her website. And I'm really excited to, for people to go and, kind of see the content that you share which is obviously centered around soul plan but like we just said it goes so much deeper into exploring other techniques and tools that help you just be in your power be in your light (laughs) thank you for coming thank you for having me I'm so glad that we were able to connect and that you popped up on my Instagram feed at at the time that I needed it as well it was funny it was at the time that I was starting to think I'm ready to talk on a podcast and then your profile popped up so it was meant to be I think it's something and I said to you when you reached out to me it was really amazing Mm. because it was probably you were the second person who said to me I really wish to be on a podcast and then um you popped up or like I, I came across your profile and it kind of to some degree like after our whole discussion here validates not only my purpose but also your purpose exactly it came came together exactly